Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. Helps. I appreciate all of Laz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. the good things in life don't last it's called the slow creep do socialistic views you political fools they're gonna rob your shoes well, let's make freedom hot mystic conspiracies back that's why i'm swinging my sounds on these liberty tracks so don't hold me back cause that's how i roll when i return to heist the mass system of control cause they poison your health to make you accept the lies so i point it out before the masses die With heist click, there ain't no stopping shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles. We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles. I got a ride to blind you, and I will play God to the Stunad who signed you. I am obliged to provide the spine juice. Switch all your jellyfish, don't try to hide, we'll find you. And when we do, don't act like a palamon. I'm just doing my job, Christmas Day of Valentine. I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign. Hands off, I ran. Liberty for Palestine. Cause they took it all away. Come down the masses, we believe what they say, my man. Understand. 
by the world with the mic in my hand. show we have the finest studios where's your studio because like i'm in a studio now it has guitars and some kind of uv light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on the smartest most handsome on-air personalities price of liberty is is ugly it's not it's not very pretty you're not very pretty we don't talk about religion so uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market—it's all going belly up. <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'll slap the dog shit out. That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
Brad Friedman for bradblog.com. You're listening to the first 52, God Only Knows Why. Oh, yes, the great words of our favorite Brad Friedman. But he's right. You are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I hope you guys are ready for a good show. I got a whole bunch of stuff in front of me. We know a lot of things have been going on this week. It's not like uh, that's not news. Uh, we've had so many, so many new laws come and so many new approval things and just, just so many different things that we're just going to have to talk about. It's amazing how we watch these things go down and we try to decide how we're going to stand with them and, and what we believe in and, and how we feel and are we racist or aren't we racist. You know, we're going to see things change, obviously. And we have a process of how we go through things. And the Supreme Court is there to try to help um, balance everything out in the long run and make sure that it's constitutional, right? That, that's what they're there for. That's what I've always thought they were there for. Um, you know, they're there to write laws, but they are there to ensure that the things that we're being um, made to support or use or hear or whatever the heck you want to call it, that, that they're, that they're pro- appropriate and that they're done right. So we'll get into that in a little bit. I got a lot of things. I do want to uh, kind of open up with some breaking news. It's uh, it's Florida breaking news. It's really not great news for me per se, but it's a start. And this news alert to bring you Miami-Dade commissioners passing an ordinance regarding marijuana. Uh, those caught with it in terms of how they go after uh, possession cases. Belkis Nare is at the news desk with what the commission has decided to do, Belkis. Well, guys, this is it. It's uh, the proposal passes, and uh, if you have 20 grams or less of marijuana, now you are not charged criminally. It is a misdemeanor charge of a $100 fine, or uh, officers even have the, uh, the option of letting you do two days of community service instead of the $100 fine before you would be charged criminally, and uh, that charge could uh, have you face as much as one year in jail. But now in Miami-Dade County, 20 grams or less, misdemeanor charge, $100 fine, or a couple of days of community service, and uh, you're good to go. Just passed, we just heard, and uh, we'll have more on this on 7 News at 5. Live in the Newsplex, I'm Belkis Naray, 7 News. You know, I would never want to live in Miami-Dade County, but that's a great move. Great move forward. Uh, it's nice to see that kind of thing happening. That just came out today. Uh, so now if you're in that county uh, here in Florida and you have under 20 grams on you, you get a ticket. Or you can, you know, do some community service, uh, which isn't a bad thing, I guess. Uh, it's, it's good to do community service. You shouldn't have to do it because you got in trouble. You should do it because you want to help your community. Uh, but that's something I wanted to bring to our attention. Uh, it's a good move for us. As we all know, the medical marijuana bill got shot down here in Florida, uh, which really, you know, really let a lot of people down. We really thought we were going to uh, get through with it and we we're going to have medical marijuana finally. Uh, that's a good step forward. I think last week I reported that um, a, a neighboring county there, I forget that, I think it was Broward County, uh, is also considering the same type of thing. Uh, so we can get to where we need to be, uh, slowly but surely. We can get our rights back uh, to do what we want to ourselves as long as we're not harming other people. That's what it comes down to. You should be able to do whatever you want 
as long as you're not hurting other people. That goes with gay marriage and 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 the, the flag and uh, uh, anything, marijuana, heroin. I don't care. As long as you're not hurting somebody, then you're going to kill yourself eventually and whatever. Uh, so good job, Miami-Dade and the, and the people of there. Uh, I guess my one question that's not answered in that story is, do you get to keep your weed? Hmm. I wonder. Because they don't really address that. I would assume if you're getting fined for it, um, you get to keep it. It would make sense to me uh, that you would get to keep it. And, yes, I do have young children playing in the house that I don't know if you guys can hear them or not, but I can hear them in my headphones. So I apologize if you can hear them. Uh, but that's what's going on. Mikey's uh, friend is is in town, upstairs neighbor's grandkid. So they're playing. So, uh, yeah. It might distract me here and there, I will warn you. Uh, something I came across here, and this was yesterday this came out, and I just saw it today. Uh, you know, I grew up in the you know, late 70s, 80s, 90s, and uh, one of my favorite TV shows was The Dukes of Hazard. I mean, that was uh, by far that Knight Rider, uh, Airwolf. You know, I can think of a couple other great shows that, that I loved as a kid. <laughs> Excuse me. But The Dukes of Hazzard was, was by far my favorite show. You know, I loved watching uh, <clears throat> them, them mess around with Roscoe and how, uh, I, of course, I love Daisy. Who wouldn't love Daisy? But I guess apparently now it seems that this whole Confederate flag issue, which I think there's a lot more to it than than just that uh, but it seems this whole confederate flag issue has now moved into our, our world of entertainment and TV that's right TV Land has pulled the Dukes of Hazard from their lineup I can't believe that they that they pull a classic TV show a, a show that teaches respect and responsibility and, and the right ways it doesn't teach you to hate blacks at all oh I forgot there's a confederate flag on top of the car I guess that must be why they gotta pull the show now because you know the confederate flag is, is racist right I, that's what they tell us it's racist so yet another great uh, TV program gone from our uh, from our view you know one big thing we've been seeing a lot of and, and uh a lot of news is talking about, well, of course, is Greece. Now, I guess in, in the long run, Greece could affect us a little bit. And you guys know I'm not the financial wizard. Uh, I don't, I'm not very good at finance, financial things. That's why I liked having Dave around as my co-host when he was, because he would always uh, be up to speed on those things, and he understood it a lot better than I understand it. But I do understand that, you know, there's a problem there, and, and they're having major issues. But I think we have a bigger problem ahead of us. And you guys might remember uh, our buddy Info. He comes on, Hard Harry, uh, every once in a while with me. And, and a few weeks ago, he had mentioned Puerto Rico might be a problem. Which is a much bigger problem to us than, than Greece would be. So Puerto Rico poses biggest threat to U.S. investors, bigger, bigger threat to U.S. investors than Greece. As U.S. investors have been pan panicking over a potential Greek collapse, Puerto Rico's government Sunday announced that the small U.S. territory cannot pay its roughly $72 billion in debt. Less than 24 hours later, Governor Padley, I'm not even going to try to say the rest of his name, proposed a plan to seek a restructuring of the island's debt, suggesting that the island is virtually insolvent. 
A long-awaited report compiled by former International Monetary Fund staffers brought the Puerto Rican debt crisis back into the spotlight. The report concluded that the U.S. Commonwealth has lost the ability to fund itself through public debt, debt markets while pointing to what the author described as a decade of stagnant out-migrating, what? out-migration and debt. All right, so I'm not going to read all this one because this isn't, this isn't the important part of it. But this other story I found about this whole issue, and it's on war against all Puerto Ricans, is the title, is the website, U.S. Government Prepares to Strangle Puerto Rico. It finally happened. For the past three months, I have been warning that the U.S. was preparing to establish a financial control board over Puerto Rico. I kept on warning about it. No one listened very seriously. Now it's about to happen. According to the New York Times, Congressman Jeffrey D. Duncan has called for a control board to take over the island's belegraded government. Belegraded? Belegraded. Belegraded government. Duncan, a Republican Congress, congressman from South Carolina, is a senior member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee and chairman of the sub, subcommittee on the Western Hemisphere. In a letter to his fellow lawmakers, Duncan wrote that some management changes may be necessary on the island and that the legislation to require the establishment of a financial control board to put Puerto Rico back on the road to self-determination may be needed. This is a masterpiece of political double-talk. Duncan is telling the U.S. government to take over the island's government and take over the island's economy in order to put the island on the road to self-determination. This is the equivalent of a schoolyard bully who takes your lunch money in order to improve your nutrition. The worst part about this is it's, it is going to happen. U.S. government and Wall Street investors want to force Puerto Rico to pay its $73 billion public debt, even though the Wall Street rating service has have demoted the debt to junk bond status. Because of the junk bond demotion, the government of Puerto Rico has no further access to the credit markets. It can only pay the debt by raising revenue internally through more and more taxes on the Puerto Rican people, on the people of Puerto Rico. This is why you have you have had you, this is why you have an 11.5% IVU, why gasoline taxes rose twice in one year, why electricity and water rates are soaring, why property and small business taxes are at historical highs, why pensions have been rolled back or cut off entirely, why teachers' benefits, health benefits were cut, why over 140,000 people fled the island in 2014. wonder where they went to. Huh. Well, they're American, you know, they're considered citizens. They're, they're, they live on a commonwealth, an American commonwealth. Puerto Ricans can no longer afford to live on the island where they were born. They are being taxed to death and taxed off the island. Meanwhile, under laws such as Public Act 2-2, hedge fund operators and billionaire U.S. investors are being welcomed to the island with open arms, with a 20-year tax break on all capital gains, interest, and dividend income. In New York City, everyone is familiar with the terms gent- gentrification. You guys love when I try to read words. I know you do. Gentrification. Over the next 20 years, we will see the gentrification of the entire island of Puerto Rico. This financial control board is the first step in that gentrification. Ow, excuse me. It has nothing to do with putting Puerto Ricans on the road to self-determination. It has everything to do with ending Puerto Rico as we know it. The final process of turning Puerto Rico into a playground for the rich and famous of the U.S. is about to begin. It's going to happen unless we do something about it. 
the first step is very clear. Puerto Ricans must resist this financial control board and refuse to pay the $73 billion public debt. The debt is a violation of international human rights. It should not even exist. Don't pay it. You know, and that's what a lot of people say even about our issue here. And, again, the reason why I, I see Puerto Rico as something that we should really be concerned about is because it is a commonwealth of the United States. It is more attached to the United States. It trades not on the international monetary funds and bonds are actually in the U.S., so there's a lot of problems here with what's going on in Puerto Rico, and it could be showing what's coming to us here in America. Now, we saw a lot with Greece, and, and we've said this, you know, Greece has been going on for a long time, and they're doing the bank runs. You know, you can't take out more than $40, $50 a day. It's your money, but they can't give it to you because they got the, the, the government must, you know, uh, uh, make sure they have all the money they need to make sure they can pay all these debts off. So that's a that's a big issue. I think that's definitely something we uh, we should be concerned about. Puerto Rico a lot more than we should be concerned about Greece. But of course, everything is about Greece when we look at the uh, the look the, the local news, the national news. Uh, Greece is all over the place. And I just hope it doesn't come here too quickly. Uh, as I said, we have all kinds of laws. Uh, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, because this is an important thing. So as we know, the Supreme Court has rolled on a bunch of different things this week. All kinds of things have come out. One of the biggest ones, <clears throat> one of the ones that's drawing the most attention, of course, is the same-sex marriage, marriage decision. Now me, personally, I don't care who you marry. If you want to marry a monkey, marry a monkey. I really don't care. It doesn't affect my life. It doesn't harm me. You know, people say, oh, well, these guys got to stop making out in public. You know what? I think that about everybody. I don't think anybody should have public buffet, overly uh, extreme public displays of affection. It's just not something I go for. You know, a little peck goodbye or hug or something. Yeah. I got no problem with that. And, and that goes for gays, that goes for straights, that goes for whatever. The, sca- the, the, the scary thing about all this, okay, what, what really is scary and what you need to realize is that when they make decisions over at the Supreme Court, they can affect multiple different things. And you don't even realize it. Now, this, what I'm going to bring up here is a good thing. And, and we can spin this to a positive but there's other things that they may be brought in front of them that can be spun to make everything harder for us. What we're, what we're seeing here, though, is from this decision, they may have just allowed all people in the United States to carry a loaded firearm concealed. Is that possible? It might be. The legal argument of gay marriage proponents is that because gay marriage is legal in a majority of the states, that right cannot be infringed by the remaining states which oppose gay marriage. The U.S. Supreme Court, in granting this new nationwide right to gay marriage, cited the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, Section 1, which states, No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge 
the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. The actual ruling text of the SCOTUS, you know, Supreme Court, decision makes it clear that that its equally equal protection logic would apply universally universal, universally to concealed carry gun rights, which already exist in a majority of states. So, of course, you do have to have a concealed carry permit for this to work for you. The fundamental liberties protected by the 14th Amendment's due process clause extended to certain personal choices central to individual dignity and autonomy, including intimate choices defining personal identity and beliefs. When new insight reveals discord between the Constitution's central protections and a received legal structure, strict structure, a claim to liberty must be addressed. Applying these tenets, the court has long held the right to marry is protected by the Constitution. Similarly, the right to keep and bear arms has also long been protected by the Constitution and affirmed in multiple Supreme Court decisions as early as last year. In District of Columbia v. Heller, the SCOTUS ruled that the Second Amendment right was fundamental in and of themselves as well as fundamental to the national scheme of ordered liberty. If this is right to keep and bear arms and to carry concealed firearms is already recognized in some states, then by the Supreme Court's own precedence on gay marriage, that right cannot be denied in any state. So meaning, if uh, I was to have a concealed carry permit and I was to travel from here to New Jersey. Now, in New Jersey, it's very hard to get a, con a concealed carry permit. Very, very hard. You have to know somebody, uh, or you have to have really good reason, like be a jewelry store owner or you know a, a business that does massive money. That's how hard it is in Jersey, honestly. I lived there. <clears throat> I lived there. I don't live there now. I don't ever want to go back. So I could drive to Jersey based on this ruling of how they're presenting it, and uh, I should be able to carry my firearm concealed. Without any question, without any argument, without any fear of being arrested. I don't know. I think that sounds like a great thing. What do you think? I'd like to believe everybody listening to this show would kind of agree with this uh, this thought pattern. I could be wrong, but I know most of you guys out there listening. You're all good people. So... Why did I, you know, I think that's a very important thing. I think that's, we need to really reach into that and look into that a little harder. They, they, the, the Supreme Court has just given us an out for weapons. Oh, wow, amazing. Now, as far as the ruling in general goes, though, again, I am not against gay marriage. Marry whoever you want. My problem is you shouldn't have to ask permission from your government to do things. I shouldn't have to go file for a license in order to marry my wife, or prior to marrying my wife. As you all know, I'm not going to be ranting and cheering for anybody this election cycle. I will not be focusing on anyone. Uh, you know, if big things happen, I'll report them, but I'm not going to be riding hard on it. But I felt this was important going with 
this discussion of the uh, the ruling by the Supreme Court. Paul wants government out of marriage, out of the marriage business. Makes sense to me too. And if you see, I think it was Alabama uh, last month. They had already tried to prepare themselves for this ruling and to ensure that there were no problems in the state. They have voted, and it looks like uh, it's going to go through, to eliminate marriage licensing in the state. Because then a judge can't just not sign it, which is what happened before this went through. Senator Rand Paul is ending his silence over Supreme Court same-sex marriage decision, calling for the government to get out of marriage game for good. The libertarian-leaning President Hoeful walks a fine line in a new column in Time magazine between his support of traditional marriage and his calls for limited government by arguing that the government shouldn't be licensing marriages in the first place. The government should not prevent people from making contracts, but that does not mean that the government must confer a special imprimatur upon a new definition of marriage, he writes. Paul warns that the Supreme Court could involve the police powers of the state in churches, schools, church hospitals, if those religious institutions don't comply with the court's recent decision. Let me reread that. Paul warns that the Supreme Court could involve the police power of the state in churches, schools, church hospitals, if the religious institutions don't comply with the court's recent decision. I acknowledge the right to contract in all economic and personal spheres, but that does not mean there isn't danger that a government that involves itself in every nook and cranny of our lives won't now enforce definitions that conflict with sincerely felt religious convictions of others, he writes. I, for one, will stand ready to, assist, to resist any intrusion of government into, into the religious sphere. Paul spoke out for the first time. Okay, listen, here's another thing. I'm not religious. I don't worship a god. Any god. My marriage is not based on God. Why does the church have any standing, any right, any need to be involved with marriage of anybody? If you're a Christian or you're a Catholic and you'll be married in the Catholic church, the Christian church, then that's what you go do. Now, if you're a Christian or a Catholic, but you're gay and you want to get married in the Catholic Church, unfortunately, you won't be able to. Because the Catholic... I couldn't get married in a Catholic Church if I wanted to, because I'm divorced. It doesn't matter where you get married. It should just matter that you're with your... You're uniting with the person you love. And guess what? There's, I'm sure there's... Catholic and Christian and whatever other religious uh, people, the, the, the pastors and all these different things that will still marry you outside the church. Maybe even inside the church. So just find somebody who will do it for you. This shouldn't be a ruling. We shouldn't have this issue to begin with, in my mind. In my personal little opinion. It's not even a discussion we should be having. Because you can marry whoever you feel like marrying. So anyway, how about we do a break? I'm going to try. I got this stupid thing stuck in my hand. <laughs> my e-cigarette cord got all wrapped around my hand. Couldn't get it off. All right, guys, you're listening to First 52 on Raz Radio Live. I'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> What's your name again? John Reyes. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh, Four no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy for Toad. Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. The sonic symbols everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. I'm ready. It's a dangerous love I'm affair. Can't be scared when it goes it. down. Stand for Flip freedom here and now. Undo the spell. Only thing that's on my oh. mind. Is who's gonna free this town Bring tonight? It.
can go from being Joe Blow to sucking you old daughter dick like a homo. CIA recruitment, that's for show. We know you like a fish stick sucker. We got photos. Gay escort, bohemian past, little bitch at the growth that everybody asks for. If you ask Taylor Swift, she'll say he's an asshole. Behind closed doors, he's Jay Z's favorite back door. Turned out, sold out the love for his people. Just like Barack Obama saying evil. Now probably call me racist like we're living in the 50s. Even though my town was cold, went to Cynthia McKinney. McKinney. Yeah. But they can't understand how Bilderberg's hand is behind this racial plan. White power, black power, better read the art of war. No power, one power, what the fuck you fighting for? Freedom. We're standing up to the drama that they do bring. Just check the left hand, see the G ring. And mock rituals, what are they unleashing? Masonic rituals, black. What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RedsRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RedsRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Getting reports of a shooting incident at the Chicago Sheraton where President Bush has been speaking. It's not clear if the president himself has been hit, but apparently there are casualties. I have a short statement. The president suffered two bullet wounds. The first entered just under the right armpit. It traversed about three inches of the chest wall, then ricocheted off the fifth rib and exited. The battle is the propaganda got the people fooled. We seek knowledge they don't teach in high school. Democrats have the mule, two heads in the same dragon, tell me what you gon' do. The elections are rigged, and people pay for what the government did. Open eyes, lost lives of a racking kid. We won't stop the city that was finally doing a bit. Popping up, they got the aim, cause I'm locked in the grip. I'm a bad man, pushing with the Taliban. Take him to Afghanistan and drag him through the sand, man. Banana fan, I'm full fan of banana clips and bandanas. Scandalous ties, the evil that hides and leaders, they lie. Running round, drop them now so the people can die. The people will lie on the tubes, they are glued. Keepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. The air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm getting off for the week, I'm remaining strong for the powerless, for the twisted intervention, not to mention I'm out in this political mess. Joy all over my chest, I'm blinded, crying out to God, man, I'll never forget for looking me now. Ever holding myself, I'll blow it off. I don't know what it is. We know things are bad, worse than bad. 
crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller. Don't get me wrong, but turn my back to the figures. It makes me grim when they tell us that if we slide, they gon' make us go inside. Go inside is a boom into the chambers of time by the night. But who knew that they were taking the wrong way? We all say, jack.com you're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum ah, here we are back to the first 52 on razradiolive.com i told you i was going to be picking different music you know from different years for my rejoin music i decided to pick my graduation year see what kind of music i listened to when i graduated from high school this might have been something I might have been listening to. You never know. All right, guys. Welcome back to First 52. Like I said, it's a Tuesday night. It's, uh, what is, I didn't even give you guys the date. It's June 30th. I never said that before, did I? Well, that was really bad of me. We own a mission. Yeah, let's do it. I think we've been riding a fantastic voyage our entire life, living, uh, going through the things we go through here in our little world that we live in. <laughs> Something I wanted to bring up, and I've been thinking about this now for a couple weeks. As we all know, you know, again, I'm not a big sports fan. I don't pay attention to a lot of things. Uh, that's nothing new. Uh, I have my monitors up, too. Sorry about that, guys. But for the past couple of weeks now, I, I listened to Bubba's show, and they've been talking about NASCAR and, and how this is the first time in history that NASCAR has ever moved its Saturday, 4th of July race that they do every year 
Uh, I forget the race, which one it is. But usually it's Saturday night, and they have a humongous fireworks display and, and all these great event, all these great events revolving around it. Well, this is the first year it's not going to be on a Saturday night. It's going to be Sunday night. Well, because uh, Washington has this great Fourth of July event that they're doing. Like, this is the first time the Fourth of July has been on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm concerned about that. And I have my reasonings. You guys know I always come out during holidays or big events. Oh, here comes the false flag terror. It's on the way. Oh, my God, they're going to be a terror attack. I know. We say that. Us crazy conspiracy guys go through that all the time. Talk about those things all the time. One of the things that concerns me, though, about that move and the fact that D.C. has got all these big plans for a special event that they're going to be televising and they want to make sure it's seen and maybe it's not just D.C., but this is what concerns me. If it'll play. <laughs> you got to love when things just... Do their own thing. Buffer, 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 buffer. This is why I'm worried. And buffering. Several law enforcement officials told CNN on Friday that authorities are warning of possible terrorist threats around the July 4th holiday. The Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, and the National Counterterrorism Center issued a joint intelligence bulletin to law enforcement across the U.S. The bulletin doesn't warn of any known active plots, but it serves as a general warning of heightened threats. It says extremists could launch attacks tied to Independence Day or in reaction to perceived defamation of the Prophet Muhammad. CNN reported in recent weeks that U.S. law enforcement officials believe the Islamist terrorist threat is the highest in years. The officials have raised concern about possible domestic attacks tied to the July 4th holiday and the upcoming visit of Pope Francis. I, I really swear that they make these things like 20 years in advance and they just you know, play the same one and just change certain things in it. So, you know, again, we see this every holiday season. We get these terror warnings. Sometimes there's really, you know, credible uh, information. And but most of the time, there's really no information. The movement, the moving of the NASCAR event to ensure that the, that the, whatever the government's got planned, uh, for events that evening are seen. That, that, that line lends some concern to me. I'm not saying there's going to be a false flag attack. I'm not saying that there's going to be attack at all. But what I am saying is that I'm concerned with the moving of NASCAR, with, with the, the, the warning, the terror warning, with no credible information coming out. That worries me. There are things that, as the crazy conspiracy guy that I am, I see and I go, hmm, that might not be a really good thing. That could really be a problem. And as we know, you know, again, let, let's we're going to continue with Fourth of July and terror threats and things going around on around it. The FAA has announced that DC will no will be a no drone zone on July Fourth, so the government can fly them. I'm sure they'll have them flying to monitor what's going on, but there can be no drones in DC on the fourth. So now we have NASCAR moving. We have credible threat warnings. We have an apparent major event planned uh, by the government, you know, great 4th of July celebration, and no drones. Well, you, you don't want drones flying around that might be able to pick up something that they don't want you to see, right? Is that a possibility? Federal Aviation Administration wants you to know the region around Washington, D.C. is a no-drone zone. Flying a drone in this area for any purpose is against the law, and violators could face stiff fines and criminal penalties. Enjoy the nation's capital. Leave your drone at home. 
Yes, leave your drone at home. So you cannot fly a drone in the nation's capital. Hmm. Well, now, leave your drone at home. Don't bring your drone with you. Don't bring your drone. All right, let me find out the next one here. Yeah, I got all these tabs pulled up, and I, I went through everything and, and made sure I had an idea of what I wanted to see and talk about. This one, very important. It's not affecting me yet, but this is something I have strong feelings about. You know, we just talked about how the Supreme Court has now given rights back to people that should have never been taken away in the first place, which would be the, the gay rights. And we should be proud of that. We should stand up and say, great for them. I'm glad that they have these abilities now to do these things that they want to do. But what's been going on in California now for a couple weeks, actually it started back in the Disney measles outbreak, that joke, um, Brown signs vaccine bill into law. Governor Brown in California. It's a sad day for the state of California, as well as those fighting for parents' rights all over our great nation. Jerry Brown has signed into law SB 277, which in essence will force any child who wants to attend a California public school to get vaccinated. California becomes the third state, Mississippi and West Virginia, to sign into law such as sign sign into law such as this one. Only medical exemptions will do. The core component, personal beliefs, which is what ours is based on here in Florida, which lent parents their only semblance of parental rights in terms of vaccines, is now gone. The bill was spawned after an over-dramatized measles outbreak at Disneyland last December uh, by Senator Richard Pan and Ben Allen. The decision has sent shockwaves through the anti-vax and parenting parental rights community at large. Reactions began immediately online. And then it goes through and it shows a bunch of tweets that were put out. I'm not going to read the tweets. But this is a problem. I know some of you people believe in herd immunity. I don't. I know some of you people believe in vaccines. I don't. It's never been proven. I'll be honest. It's, it hasn't been proven 100% either way whether it causes autism and other problems or whether it doesn't. But I would have to say that when you have a secret court that's put billions of dollars in, or yeah, billions of dollars in, into um, paying off people who have had vaccine injuries, wait, vaccines don't injure people, I thought. Oh, but they've been paying people for vaccine injuries. I don't know. I sound something fishy there. Not to mention, you know, a, a very... Uh, I, I didn't pull this article, but I read it earlier this week. A prominent anti-vaxxer who uh, had a problem with his son and who's been fighting for vaccine rights was found with a bullet in his head. They said he committed suicide. I'm sure that's what he did. Killed himself. He's been fighting so well and so hard as a child. So I have a problem with that. I really do. Uh, I hope people can stand up and do the right thing and get that reversed and get that removed. California, you got to do it. Don't allow that to, to go forward. You know, you have to take that up to the Supreme... Hey, the Supreme Court, if we got to take it up to them, let's take it up to them. Nobody should be able to should tell me, or you, or anybody else, what you have to put in your child. Or yourself, even, for that matter. How long till you have to be forced vaccinated? How long till they bring up a scare to make everybody go get vaccinated? 
They've tried it. Swine flu, what do you think they were trying to do with swine flu? See how many people they can coax into getting vaccines. I didn't get a vaccine for the swine flu. Guess what? I didn't get the swine flu. And I was in the hospital with my son when he was an infant with kids around us that had the swine flu. And none of us got the swine flu. Or they said they had the swine flu. So it's just one of those things that uh, they're going to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing on us. Keep pushing and keep pushing. They always do. As we all can remember, I'm sure Wayne has seen this. Wayne in Baltimore, our buddy. The chocolate drop, Saturdays, uh, 1 o'clock. Who can catch him? The Baltimore Sun's putting out that the Baltimore police rebuked for uncollaborated gang threats. Threat reported on day of Freddie Gray funeral. If you guys don't remember who Freddie Gray is, he's the uh, guy that got shot in the back while he was running. City leaders questioned Thursday why the Baltimore Police Department issued a public warning on the morning of Freddie Gray's funeral that gang members had teamed up to take out police officers. Police announced on April 27th a credible threat, there's a credible threat, <laughs> that the Bloods, Crips, and Black Gorilla family had joined together up to target officers. But other law enforcement agencies conclu- concluded within hours that they couldn't verify the claim according to interviews and documents obtained by the Baltimore Sun. I knew all along it was a bunch of baloney. City City Council President Bernard C. Jack Young said, they owe the council and the public an explanation for why they put this false information out there. Because they wanted to start a race war. The police warning was circulated in news releases at 11.27 a.m. on the day of Gray's funeral two days after protests over his death turned violent. Also the day, that day, police were assisting, assisting, assisting? That was, oh, Freddie Gray wasn't, I'm sorry, I apologize. Was Freddie Gray? No, Freddie Gray was not the one running. Take that back. My bad. A lot of things in my head, guys. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Also that day, police were assessing rumors of teenagers planning an after-school purge, a reference to widespread violence depicted in a movie of the name of the name. Within hours, the city descended into a night of rioting and looting. Gray, 25, died after April 19th after suffering an injury to his neck and spine while riding handcuffed in a police van. There you go. My bad. Sorry, guys. Six police officers have been charged in connection with the arrest and death. All have pleaded not guilty. So basically, they lied so that they could use whatever means necessary to try to stop the protesting and, and all the things going on. Cops wouldn't lie, would they? No. Never. Just because you have a badge doesn't mean you can treat people any way you like. And as a law enforcement professional, you have an obligation to be more ethically upstanding than the average man, not less. Huh, imagine that. I guess Family Guy can get it right, at least. Uh, McKinney Police. Uh, we all know McKinney, Texas, right? Pool party. Remember that area? Remember that story? McKinney Police caught on camera detaining Texas man at gunpoint in his own front yard. Update number two. Now the media attention has seemed to, to have drifted from the McKinney pool party. Their police officers are at it once again and forgetting the power of a smartphone and the Internet. A video was uploaded to social media on Wednesday, captured an un 
hinged McKinley police officer with weapon in hand, assaulting a 20-year-old man as he recorded the cop walking into his front yard. The detaining and searching him, claiming they received a call about a men with gu- about men with guns wanting to kill cops. However, PNAC called. PNAC photography is not a crime. Called the McKinney Police Department, but they claim to not have heard nor read anything about this interaction as of Sunday evening. Earlier this month, the quiet suburb of McKinney was made global made global headlines after the police arrived to break up a pool party, and Officer Eric Casebold barrel-rolled his way into the infamy when he insulted a 14-year-old child. Uh, we don't need to go all back into that. Uh, this video is rather interesting, and I'm going to play it for you, as long as everything wants to cooperate. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's long. You on the phone, get your hands up. For what? Because I told you to. Get what, your hands up. What'd I do? What'd, you, what'd I do? Get your hands up. You sit down. Stand up. Get your hands up. What do we do? Get your hands up. Who? You. Me? I'm, he got his hands up. No shirt. Oh, my oh. hands up. Are you the one that called us? No. They called us. In the car. Come this way. What? You in, come this way. Am I being detained? You're being arrested if you don't put... Come why, why am I being arrested, sir? Back up. Now, I didn't know you could detain somebody without telling them the reasoning for their detention. I, I thought that was part of the process here. So the phone gets dropped. These guys go back and forth. And he's just sitting in his front yard. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me sometimes. Um, I don't know. It says here, McKinney police officer responded to domestic disturbance call in the 800 block of Fence Street. While en route to the call... Officers received information from dispatch that subject was threatening to shoot the reporting party and at one point stated, or point suspect stated the police are going to get it if they try and come around here. Upon patrol officers arriving, they responded approximately to, appropriately to what the 911 caller was telling the dispatcher. No arrests were made or citations issued during the incident. I don't know. It, it's just, if you're, if you watch the video, you see that they just come in aggressive and they're always coming in aggressive and apparently they're saying that was never even said I just wish that we could get past this I wish we could figure out how we can unite all of us together together all of us black, white, cops civilians, citizens I don't care we just need to get along at this point in time you know, I've always pushed on the body cameras. I've always been a, a proponent of that. You know what? I'm not even going to get into that right at this given second. Because I want to take another break so I can have myself well lined up to continue with this conversation. Because we're going to get into body cameras and how some people may uh, think that they're not a good thing. and Some people think they are a good thing. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So, I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum, cum trail... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be another cum trail... <laughs> 
I've, I've got lesbians and he's got cum trails. <laughs> okay, why don't you just move along? I love along. animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com The ladies that couldn't even stand The man made it that way So that the man could command And it's staying that way Cause he's the man in command The man's in the mirror, man He don't look like Uncle Sam The man makes sure every business deal favors the man Like he cheated the Indians when he stole their land The man discovered America But there were men on the sand The man's a music label who promotes your band Then takes most of the cut Even though they're your fans The man is greedy as fuck And he doesn't even care Like Bernie Madoff stealing savings in a Ponzi scam The man leaves a bum the handle And takes his Population, so he's the last one to stand. The man does whatever the man wants, cause the man can. If it's between you and the man, you don't even stand a chance. Are you the man? Every inside trade is stock that's been bought. The man's the one with the gun when an innocent person's been shot. The man's the one who kills that will, not bullets from cops. The man is suspect number one, but he's never been sought. The man uses child labor to fill your needs to shop. The man spills his drink, tells you get the mop. The man built the pyramid and watches from the top. And if the man wants something, he pulls out all the stops. The man lets people starve while others hog the pot. The man preaches for life, denies your right to die. But don't disagree with the man, he kills you right on sight. Who's the marksman who's got you lined up in his sight? The man determines our fate, the shit you cannot deny The man's convinced our change is bad and that we shouldn't even try And anything the man says, I can't help think it's a lie Are you the man? called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at razradiolive.com we answer right away 
And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com
Jordan Page. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio. God, the 90s were great. 94, 1994. Gotta love it. Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Hope you guys are enjoying it. I know I'm all over the place. It's there's a lot to talk about. There's just so much to talk about today. We all have to talk. We have to do it. And we're going to continue to do it. I got a lot of stuff here that I really want to address and want to make sure I cover. You know, Salty gave me a call there during the break. Want to make sure I was good. I appreciate that, Salty. And as we talked, you know, there's just so much. I do a show once a week, and I, I barely touch the things I want to talk about every week. And that gets frustrating sometimes. You know, you want to... You want to share your information. You want to share what you feel. But sometimes it's so much. You absorb so much in a given day or a week. And it's hard to get it all together. You know that NASCAR story I've been wanting to talk about for weeks. Weeks I've been wanting to talk about how I felt there might be something there. I just had to get to it tonight because 4th of July is this weekend. We get to celebrate our independence. Uh, slavery. No, I'm sorry, independence, right? Yeah, that's what it is. So as we move forward, let's get rid of Ace of Base. Yeah, I did like Ace of Base when I was in high school also. Uh, sorry. I like weird music. I was a really strange individual. Actually, I kind of start, sort of am still a strange individual, I guess. But that's how I am. That's just what I do. Don't worry, though, because, you know, we have to worry about ISIS, right? No, that's not what I was looking for. I hate when I open up the wrong tab. I've got like 800 tabs going on here. <clears throat> Where is it here? Uh, 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 oh, here it is. Don't worry about ISIS because they're our enemy, right? And they didn't come from Syrian rebels and, and, and different things like that, right? U.S. military pays Syrian rebels up to $400 per month, says the Pentagon. It was not immediately clear how many Syrian rebels were currently being paid. Army Colonel Steve Warren, a Defense Department spokesman, said last week that up to 200 Syrian fighters were undergoing training a further 1,500 have completed the necessary screening. Uh-huh. What's that screening? To make sure that they want to do jihad? Make sure that they hate America? Uh, make sure that they're willing to do whatever they're told to do for money? <sighs> Defense Secretary Ash Carter said in May that Syrian fighters participating in the U.S.-led mission would receive some compensation, but he gave no figures. Navy Commander Elsie Smith, a Pentagon spokeswoman, said trainees were each receiving a stipend. We give stipends to these guys, but we can't give it to sports star athletes in college. Some 6,000 Syrians have volunteered to participate in the U.S. effort to train and equip a politically moderate Syrian military force. Warren said last week the effort had moved more slowly than expected due to complications vetting volunteers and bringing them out of Syria for training. All right. Let's rewind here, folks. Let's go back to 1980, 82-ish. Afghanistan. Fighting Russia. Mujahideen. Trained. Turned in Al-Qaeda. Getting my point? Make any sense? We create our own enemies. We train our own enemies. And we use what they do after we've been... After we've gotten through with them to bring draconian laws against us here in America to allow us to enter countries that we don't belong in to take things that aren't ours that's how we do it we've been doing it for a long time 
It needs to stop now. We need this to stop. I don't know why we accept this, why we allow this to be the way. Sorry, I'm reading... Uh, 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 what was I reading? Oh, uh, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's that thing, Twitter. If you guys want to follow me at Sean Raz, if you're already not. Anyway. <sighs> We're just going to stop. Just going to stop. Where did that one go? You know, I hate when I bounce around like this. Let me get back to where I, what I wanted to talk about next, which is... What could it be? What do you think I'm going to talk about? How about climate change? Should we talk climate change for a little bit? Should we do that? Well, let's start with... Oh, our body cams. Don't let me forget body cams, guys. I want to get to that also. Like I said, I'm trying to cover all these different things that I want to really reach into. And it's hard. Hard to get them all together. <clears throat> Excuse me. The White House wants your doctor to teach you about global warming. Yes, to teach you about global warming. Your doctor. That's like asking your chiropractor to teach you about building a house. Now, maybe some chiropractors could teach you about that. Americans trust their doctors, so the White House wants those medical professionals to be mouthpiece for President Obama's global warming agenda. We also need doctors, nurses, and citizens like all of you, President Obama said in a taped speech presented to medical professionals gathered at the White House to get to work to raise awareness and organize folks folks for real change. The Obama administration has been hard at work trying to draw a link between global warming and public health, health issues. The summit included the U.S. Surgeon General, top administrative officials, and public health experts from around the country telling doctors, nurses, and other conference goers how to talk about global, global warming with their patients. <clears throat> the central message... Doctors should warn their patients that global warming could make their health health worse. <laughs> Never mind the chemtrails. I know we have people all around the country in all of the oh wait in all of the regions who are also listening to this conversation, and like all of you in the room, I hope we'll go out and continue to talk and educate. Echoed Nicole Laurie. Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response at the Health Department. We need to engage medical students themselves, said Vice Admiral Vif, Vif, Vivk, V-I-V-E-K, Martha, the U.S. Surgeon General, to demand the curriculum. Whatever happened to Santa Claus, dude? What was, uh, what was that one Surgeon General's name? I, I was young. I, I, I was still in high school, I think. He had, like, the big beard. He was a cool Surgeon General. Uh, the, the, we need to engage medical students themselves, said Vice Admiral, blah, 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 to demand the curriculum change to prepare them for a warmer future. Speakers at, White House, at, at the White House Summit didn't tell doctors to go out and raise awareness about global warming, but to also promote the Obama administration's regulatory agenda aimed at cutting carbon dioxide emissions. We need people, proponents, to talk about it. Make sure that the public is informed, said tax, Texas Democrat Republican Eddie Bern, Bernice Johnson. Stand behind the EPA because they're attacked every day, all day, by many committees. Republican Johnson is referring to EPA rules to limit carbon dioxide emissions from power plants, a regulation that has come under fire from Republicans and industries for threatening to raise energy prices and cause job loss. 
So the White House wants our doctors to inform us and warn us about global warming. I don't know. I'm not scared of global warming. Are you? Is that a concern of yours? You know, yeah, I talk chemtrails all the time, and I really believe that's more of an issue, and that might be even causing part of the problem, is the chemtrails. You know, those things sprayed up above us. I know you guys don't believe in them. It's happening in front of your eyes, but it's not real. It's okay. But then we go and we see America's most advanced climate stations. Data shows U.S. in a 10-year cooling trend. Now, this is not the first time uh, this story's come out. This is from two weeks ago. We've been seeing these stories come out every couple months where they say that the data's fudged, the hockey stick, the this, the that. Data from America's most advanced climate monitoring system shows the U.S. has undergone a cooling trend over the last decade, despite recent claims by government scientists that warming has accelerated worldwide during that time. The U.S. Climate Reference Network was developed by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, that would be NOAA, to provide high-quality climate data. The network consists of 114 stations across the U.S. in areas NOAA expects no development for the next 50 to 100 years. Okay, makes sense. The climate stations use three independent measurements of temperature and precipitation to provide continually con- continuity of record and maintain continuity of record and maintain maintenance of well-calibrated and highly accurate observations, NOAA states on this website. The stations are placed in pristine environment, expect to be free of development for many decades. In essence, NOAA chose locations they don't need to be adjusted for bias in the temperature record. Okay. Data compiled from these stations show a slight cooling trend over the U.S. for the past decade. Clearly, a pause or hiatus exists in this, in this most pristine climate data, writes Anthony Watts, a veteran meteorologist and publisher of the science blog Watts Up With That. In fact, a very slight cooling trend appears. Watts' plotting of U.S. Surface Climate Observation Reference Network, USCRN, data comes from comes after NOAA's researchers put out a study claiming there's been no hiatus in global warming, a 15-year period with no su- significant raise in the world's temperature, average temperature. Basically, NOAA made adjustments to weathered stations, buoys, and ships and increased the warming trend from older data. Newly corrected and updated global surface temperature data from NOAA's National Center for Environmental Information do not support the notion of a global warming hiatus, NOAA scientists wrote in their study. NOAA found that from 1998 to 2012, there were more than twice as much warming as the old analysis at the global scale. This is clearly clearly attributed to the new sea surface temperature analysis, which itself has a much higher trend, scientists wrote. In contrast, the trends in the new land surface temperature analysis are only slightly higher. All right, I'm going to stop reading this because it's not making much sense, I'm sure, to you guys. This has been going on. There's been corrections. There's been accusations on both sides. Climate changes. The globe changes. Yes, we do add a contributing factor to it. And when I say we, I mean us basic citizens of of the world. I will absolutely agree with that. I think governments do more damage, and they are not going to be held to any kind of standard. They're going to still be allowed to fly, you know, all the military aircraft they want and run all the nuclear-powered ships they want doesn't matter what country it is it's still going to go on 
So that's I, I, I just can't get with this whole thing. I, I can't. I, I can't. I, I just can't buy the global warming. I'm sorry, guys. I know. I know a lot of you think this is a major problem. I just don't come up with it. So as we talk about that, we get into scientists are coming up with last-ditch remedies for climate change. Now remember, I've always claimed, I've always claimed that climate change, wait, uh, uh, that 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 chemtrails are a, a process they may use or they're testing to use. To, to try to stop global warming. And I can see the twitching on his face as he's getting on there. Guys, yes, of course I say chemtrails three times and the four-toted one appears. What's up, brother? <laughs> How's it going, man? Good, how you doing? <clears throat> I don't want to talk chemtrails. What I want to talk to you about is the <laughs> article you just read cited um, American data, U.S. data, and you said it. Um, what does U.S. data have to do with global warming? Well, again, right. as you read that, it gets into more of that, and, and it started with that one, and I'm going to re-pull that article. I already closed it down. I'm going to tweet it to you so you no, can no, no, read you, it. you don't have to. You don't have to because, uh, because I think, the, I think the, the, root co- the root problem that divides us all is this whole global warming thing, all right, because global warming leads to carbon credits and uh, blah, 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 and a way to make money. Um. Do you agree that there is pollution going on in the world? Yes, I do agree with that. Does that negatively affect the environment, doesn't affect the environment, or does it positively affect the environment? Of course it negatively affects you. And you were probably dialing in while I was saying all this, because I did say this in my little thing there, that I do agree that the... The 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 civil the, the the people of this world do add to climate change. I agree with or to to climate to pollution, right, right, to, which, to that which, stuff, you know, right, which negatively which negatively affects um, the the mercury in the fish and the, the portability of water and you know there's that giant garbage thing out in the South Pacific. Um, so basically what we could do is we could just, like, let's just stop with the whole climate change thing because, you know, a couple of years ago it was global warming and then 10 years, before, 20 years before that was global cooling and blah, blah. They're just trying to figure out a niche thing to make money, all right? I agree. And the reality of it is is that we really should just be not polluting as much because it negatively affects us. And, and, and let's, let's not let them divide us by saying, yes, we have the, uh, an effect on the climate. No, we don't have an effect on the climate. Well, whatever it happens to be, you know, we can all agree that, yeah, we're fucking polluting too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can absolutely agree with that. And what I had said also is any of these restrictions that they try to do or, or whatever they try to impose here uh, through the TPP, which is one of the plans that he that you know Obama wants to try to do, is affect uh, the climate change debate via that. Uh, it's not going to affect the U.S. government. They're still going to fly all these military jets all over the place. They're still going to be running their their ships with nuclear reactors and polluting just as heavy as they were. The only people that are going to be affected by it are us. We're the only ones, and that's every government. I don't just mean the U.S. government. Right. It's every government still going to do all most of the polluting. Uh, well, you know what the biggest the, the, you know who the biggest polluter on the planet is? Who? The U.S. military. Imagine that. All right. So, um, so uh, here's a question, Dave. You know, and th- this is I, I brought this up in the past. You know, we know that there's been thousands of nuclear rea- nuclear tests done. 
in the mm-hmm. deserts and all over the world. We've seen the video of the, boop, 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 you know, that video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. A- and we want to try to blame this this global warming, climate change, whatever the hell we're going to call it, on us driving our SUVs when maybe all that nuclear radiation that we dispersed into the environment could be causing most of it. I, I, just hypothesizing, I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. that could be what caused all the global warming for all we know. Well, I, I, I read an article uh, a year or two ago that said that the biggest polluter, aside from the American military, the, uh, the, the thing that contributes most is not cow farts, not, it's not our cars, well, although those are definitely con- contributing factors, it is shipping. The boats, the ships, the, yeah. the, the, the 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 ships that go across the Atlantic and Pacific. Well, you know they do have the boat time. trails now, Dave. Hey, what? They have boat trails now too. <laughs> I, dude, years ago, I, when we started doing this whole chemtrail thing, I, I I took a video off the side of the Howard Franklin, and I and I, I called them chemwakes. Chemwakes. <laughs> no, there there are lines all over the Tampa Bay area that don't. I don't understand why they're there. Yeah, well, there you go. It's chemwakes. <laughs> I even made a video. We even talked about it. This, this is so far along. That's how long ago. You don't even remember it. No, but, I don't uh, remember it. You're right. <laughs> but all right. So all right. So let's let's just let's just take this content that I just put out there. That that it's the shipping that does uh, contribute a large part of the pollution, um, and that's because all of our stuff is outsourced. You know, people will buy product from, or they grow shit here and then send it off to China to get, let's just say fishing. They get all this fish and then ship it off to China to get filleted and processed and then ship it back, you know, to sell to us. How fucked up is that? Well, it's you just know? craziness. It's stupid and it's craziness. And, and the, the, that's the thing, Dave, and that's my biggest issue with this whole debate of global warming. And uh, like I said, they're going to affect us. They're going to and small business, but the big business, the big corporations, and the governments will continue to do what they do. So it's not really going to make a big impact. And we want to argue that it's cars causing the issue. Well, our cars nowadays are ten times, a hundred times more environmental friendly than cars we drove twenty, thirty years ago. So we have made big improvements there. How do we know that the changes of what we've done so far, just we haven't seen it yet because it's it's just starting to take hold. Well, there there are things that we can do. I mean, yes, yeah, the the, the fuel is the, the 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 cars have become more economical. But here's the thing that you don't know is that the fuel has become less economical. In the 50s, 60s, and seventies, they had what the, what I think it was called short chain. Um, I I can't remember the minutia of it, but they were, the the way they processed gas uh, made it more efficient and then they went to this long chain or maybe vice versa it was long chain short chain whatever it happened to be they changed the formula so that it, it at least makes the car right you're as old as i am or almost as old as i am you remember like the Don't Honda. yeah <laughs> it sucks getting old mm-hmm. but remember uh like mid 80s there was this honda crx this tiny little fucking car yep, it was, I remember it was like 25 pounds 25 Hundred pounds, little four cylinder five speed. It got forty five miles to the gallon. None of the best hybrids. Well, there are not a lot of hybrids that get that kind of mileage. There's no cars that get that kind of mileage, really, uh, for the most part. Hey, I get like th- the other day we were driving. You know, we have the the newer Kia, and mm-hmm. uh, we were getting where the hell were we? we were going to Fort Myers uh, for that beer tour we took last weekend, and uh, mm-hmm. we got we were getting th- thank you. We were getting th- you too. We were getting thirty eight. Uh, miles to the gallon. 
Right, but you know that's with all the. Well, all right, well that, that we're almost there. But if we had the kind of fuel that we had, anyway, there are ways. There's this whole. <laughs> there are cars outside of this country that are getting 75 miles per gallon. Like you, they, they have this Volkswagen Turbo Diesel, right, which gets a, a, an incredible amount of mileage per gallon, but only in this country. Um, in other countries, they get like 75 miles per gallon. They they cannot sell that Volkswagen Turbo Diesel in this country. And uh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get you started on that. Well, I'm look. I'm I really. I want to buy. I want to build a hundred mile per gallon car. Hey, what about the water car, water driven car? You know, we had that. Remember the guy in '84, '85, and then well, he died mysteriously. Well, I looked into that shit because that's that's hydrogen power, and the, in in order to do this uh, electrolysis to actually split uh, water into uh, uh, oxygen and hydrogen, it actually takes more power to create that process than than what you will get. So you, remember, where do you, you get the power from to create it, though? You have to use electricity. So either you use uh, uh, two alternators or whatever, or a battery that has to be constantly. Um, the draw, the, the drain on the alternator on the engine actually it just negates any of that shit. You can't remember. You can't get more than less. But if you're producing the electricity yourself in the vehicle, meaning you're going to use a battery to start it, but once the hydrogen reaction begins through the starting right. with the battery, you're now producing your own energy in that vehicle. So you're not right. using more energy. You're producing energy to use. No. No, but the power that you need to generate the hydrolysis. Um, what well, you got? An extension cord running this car, so you're pulling no, no. energy out of the grid. I mean, come on. It, it's still right. This is why that, that hasn't taken off because it, it's not so much of you know supplementing the the current uh, gasoline because you can actually use gasoline. See the problem with all right? Do we want to get into tech talk with Fortel Jones? Sure, why not? Go ahead. All right. So how uh, the current. Internal combustion engines take a liquid and then atomize some of it, and that's what creates the explosion. It's not the liquid gas; it's actually the um, vapor. the vapor that creates the explosion. The emissions afterwards is the unspent or unburnt gasoline molecules. If you can actually create uh, create the um, vapor first, if you ever watch the if you watch the movie Gas Hole, you'll understand what's going on here. You create the vapor first, which means you have to heat it up till you know it goes into vapor, right? And then you can actually throw it into the carburetor or fuel injection, whatever whatever the system you're using. <clears throat> and now you're using much less uh, fuel, and you have much less emission. Which, which is why we went to injectors. One of the reasoning, right? Because we, exactly because it, it atomizes it a lot better, but still there's 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 leftover, and there's a considerable amount of leftover. I want to ask you this question. Since we're talking about gas and exhaust and vapor and different things like that, you know, you and I, not to go back to chemtrails, but I got to. I haven't talked to you for a while, so you're going to have to give me this one. You and I argue chemtrails a lot, and mm -hmm. I know the term is not the proper term to use. Uh, I know a lot of people that believe in them don't want to use that term because it, it's degrading to the movement idea. But can we not agree that the contrails that come out of an aircraft that whether persist or don't persist are really technically chemtrails because there is chemicals in that exhaust. Well, <clears throat> let's even go more than that, all right? Because it's it's, it's it's not really so much. Of, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, I, I think the the exhaust that comes from airplanes and cars is detrimental to the environment, right? Okay. But let's just take that white streak uh, and call it what you may, all right? That has 
a definite effect on the environment. And we learned this after September 11th when they grounded the planes for three days. There was a 1.5 degree difference in the, uh, in the temperature change. I forget whether it's up or down. I would I like to know whether it was up or down because that would make a big difference in the debate of... It, it doesn't matter. There was, a, there was a definite, there was a marked change in the temperature when they grounded the planes just in America, you know? Oh, so but this is a global thing, Dave. Well, one of the things that, that you know, that, that sparring with you over the years has done for me, I'm like, you know, regardless of what we think about with those, whether it's chemical-filled or not, those trails, persistent or not, are not good for the environment. Exactly. And I would agree with that. Uh, and we do put a lot more in there. Uh, I hope one day we actually do come up with a a, a solution to this or a... I just hope that we can come up with a with a, a, a final idea of what's going on. I still believe they are trying something up there, and I was just going to get into the an article that I had here that talked about. Oh shit! I hit the wrong button. That talked about. <laughs> uh, I got so many tabs opening up here, and I got so much going up going on. You know how I am. Uh-huh. Uh, it talks about scientists are coming up with last ditch remedies for climate change, and as we've always said meaning my side on the chemtrail debate, that this was something they were testing in order to use it on a, on a larger scale. And U.S., England, some other countries have been the test zones because there are areas that don't get chemtrails that have planes fly through them. Mm-hmm. So that's part of... I actually think that this is the way scientists think, or some scientists think, is that, you know what, this is the problem. Instead of fixing the problem, let's find a solution because that's how they get paid. Just the other day... I was watching this show that I recorded sometime in like October last year. It was like the science of Star Trek. It was Star Trek. The it was it was a two. It's a two-hour special about the science of Star Trek, right? Right. And they were they started talking about this whole inter- interstellar travel, blah blah blah. And their some of these scientists' motivation to find a, an inhabitable planet um, is because they're like, you know what, we're fucking up our own planet. We need another place to go. Right. So they, he's focusing on bailing out and going somewhere else. Right, that's his motivation to find out. Oh, let me let me go, let me let me not fix the problem. <laughs> let me go find something else. And I think the, the again, I totally agree with you that the, that that there are there are scientists that want to spray shit in, in in the atmosphere to reflect the sun because that's what they get paid to do is figure out solutions to a problem uh, without stopping the problem. Now, Dave, I got to tell you, I got I, I'm getting messages here on Facebook. Uh, direct message on Facebook from one of our mutual friends, another Dave. Mm-hmm. Okay, he said first thing he said is chemtrails is the correct term for what is left behind jets, as dehydrogen monoxide is a chemical. First thing he said. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what that is? Uh, that would be what? what? Water. Oh, uh, dehydrogen <laughs> monoxide. Yeah, there you go. Barletta. I can't believe he's he's finally listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, n- now he wants to know also is where you came up. Uh, he, he he says, ask Dave where he learned about the effects of not flying, not flying planes after nine eleven came from. Uh, that's actually common knowledge, which which I learned before I went down the rabbit hole. Uh, common knowledge, you know, I've only heard that through you, so it's kind of uh, I've right. never heard that before. So take I'd like a to, long ass break, and I'll, I'll fucking find it. <laughs> well, I don't have time to take a long ass break. It's seven thirty six. All right, tonight, you think Scott's going to be on tonight? Uh, Scott will be giving me a call here in a couple minutes. Uh, I think we're still having issues on his end, but I'll leave that up to him. 
uh, to explain and go over. I can't even spell temperature. <laughs> you can't spell temperature? Yeah, well, look. I can't. The camera's not working right. My that computer, oh, I got to do something with. It's well, all. Frozen. My camera's working, but you know, all right. So apparently, it's all frozen it. on my end. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think it's. I think it's something we need to concern ourselves. But let me read this to you here. As talks amid at slowing global warming drag on, researchers are pushing new ideas that some are calling last ditch attempts to avert the worst effects of climate change. Some proposals are uncontroversial, such as using charcoal to lock carbon dioxide in the soil or sca- sca- scattering carbon absorbing gemstones. Richard Branson, the billionaire chairman of Virginia Group LTD, has offered a $25 million prize for the best solution in the field known as geoengineering. Other ideas to cool the planet that scientists have scientists worry worried about un- unintended consequences. There are proposals untested at scale, untested at scale, and with uncertain cost to block the sun's rays with airborne particles or seed the ocean with carbon absorbing iron. That they that they're even being considered reveals both frustration over government inaction and skepticism that policy alone will solve the problem. Now, I want you to, to go back to the beginning of that paragraph. There are proposals untested at scale, meaning worldwide, but they've been tested at a smaller level, meaning the U.S., England, and other U.N. countries have tested this on a small scale over their countries. That's where the whole chemtrail geoengineering idea comes from yeah I, I'm, I'm not denying the fact that that um that they want to what's a Bar, does Bartlett did Bartlett direct message you from Twitter or Facebook Facebook uh, alright well I tweeted that out you should get on Twitter yeah, yeah alright well he, he just had to go to dinner so alright uh, actually Missy and I and I actually came, I came across the same article she did so I, I, I tweeted out a supporting one all right, cool, because I, I want to read that, because I, I would like to see that. But since I got you on, uh, you might as well sit tight for a second, because we do have the other one joining us. Scott, how you doing, brother? Hey, uh, what's going Just It's kind of funny when the connection uh, you know, hit. All I heard was uh, Dave's sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. What's going on? Fortoed, my 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 nemesis, my my <laughs> Facebook challenge, uh, uh, Captain Disappointment and Captain Obvious, all in the same giant breath. You know what's fucked up is Scott and I like kind of go at it so often that he actually said, we like did a joke and it went totally over my head. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It goes back and forth. We all do that. You know, Scott goes even with the with the chemtrail thing with Scott and I. He doesn't believe in it, but we can go back and forth and discuss it and have fun no, with it. No, I, 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 am, I am suspect of people that want to alter weather because billions can be made, countries can be controlled, but how difficult would it be, I mean, to simply fly a plane up, sample what's in that air, and bring it back down to Earth and prove what they people say it is? It's, it, it's, it's not that difficult to do. So, so when the moment some and does it and can come back and show me that computer readout that says, yeah, barium and strontium and yada, 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 then, you know, you got me, Sean, but until then, prove it to me. Well, we got uh, we got the un- unconventional gray coming out soon from the makers of What and Why in the World They Spraying, where they claim that they did that, so I'm looking forward to that movie coming out and seeing what those test results actually are if they did it. You know, Dave, you know, they can 
You can point a radio telescope at a nebulae uh, several million light years away, and they can bounce, and they can tell you it's got carbon, it's got hydrogen. They can tell We can't do that from the ground to some cloud 30,000 feet above us with the same kind of to, to sample, simply, you know, bounce radar. And, you know, obviously if it's a metallic object or tiny metallic objects, we should be able to read that. So I'm I am suspect of weather patterns. I don't believe that you can completely steer weather. I think the planet is far too large. Everything from its own rotation and its own solar activities, and you know the ice ages and and, and everything that goes through. I find it very difficult that you would be able to c- consistently control the weather. Can you generate a low pressure system with a microwave or a high pressure system? I don't know. I'm not that geeky to to look into that but i am suspect of it but no i i don't believe it is happening until i can prove it no it is I, and i agree with you and you know scott you, you're right when you say that they can't continuously control it and i think that's why they lose control of it a lot of times when we see you know the joplin missouri's where we have these massive un un Unprecedented uh, tornadoes come through, and and these massive weather issue, issues happening other places. I, I think that's because they haven't been able to control, it and they're doing damage as they do it. But that's just my belief. Well, you know, when you look at the warm Gulf air and it hits the cold air coming off the Rockies, that's what creates Tornado Alley. And when you look at the 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 fact that the Gulf is spitting up warmer air than it used to, and you know the Rockies still very cold, dry air, and they meet right there in the high plains, and that's what creates a lot of those massive thunderstorms. So, and that's been going on way before you know we could fly. So the only question is, are there more tornadoes? Are they stronger? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to sit around and talk about weather <laughs> manipulation, but I will say this. If you were to look at how billions could be made and how entire crops could be ruined and how you could control a third world, especially the third world, by their food, if you can control people's food, you know, the old Henry Kissinger line, then you can control anything. So uh, why wouldn't people be trying to control the weather? Maybe that's a good question to ask, Sean, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so we had you, you know, you, you messaged me earlier, and, I, you know, we're all on pins and needles and excited and waiting. Uh, but apparently, you know, I, I, I know it's hard. I know these things can be a pain in the ass sometimes. They don't want to cooperate. So let's get an update from you, Scott, because I know we were planning on starting tonight, but I think we got a problem. Yeah, um, well, uh, here's the situation. The house I live in, he's got uh, satellite, he's got direct TV, so he doesn't have cable. So he's got DSL, but he's only got DSL coming in from the back of the house. And we were supposed to have a DSL line run this week. Well, when we called, they mistook, mistakenly thought we wanted DSL run from the street to the house rather than from in the house to within the house. And there are two separate contractors that do that, the, like Verizon. There's the Verizon people that run stuff from the the wall uh, the telephone pole to your house and then there are people that come in your house and do it so they sent the wrong guy that was what's today tuesday yes that was last friday so they're supposed to send the right people basically we need a hard line run into these uh, bedrooms because uh where the dsl and the wi-fi is basically i'm in the front yard right now because i can't even use wi-fi on my phone in the house I can use it on my computer, but I got to put it right at the end of a coffee table. Essentially, it just sucks. The signal sucks. Yeah. But that, that's the that's. And today, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm messing around with my studio, and the right channel on my mixer keeps coming cutting in and out. So I got some of that, you know, cold cleaner where it blows air and it's got alcohol. 
So I'm giving all of my mixer a workout, but I, I've got there's something going on. I don't know if it's an input or a, a frayed wire, yeah. but it keeps cutting in and out. So I can broadcast, but it would all be mono. It wouldn't be stereo. I could I could mono every channel out and still do it. And as long as you're talking, it's not going to matter. Your voice is going to be in both speakers. But when I hit the road, Sean, I want to hit it with all the bells and whistles, man. I want to be playing old shit from my mini disc, old radio bits that I've got saved. I've got uh, a CD player. And, you know, I've got, believe me, I have this library of old radio stuff. I, I want to visit some of my old stuff just for shits and giggles. Uh, I want to be able to, obviously. Dave, uh, thank you for suggesting the USB sound card replacement. It works. I, I bought a $16 one. I didn't go for the $4 ones. <laughs> but, so now my laptop is, you know, producing sounds and recording sounds, but it wasn't. So it seems like, oh, okay, I got that fixed. Now I got this issue. So, like I said, Sean, when I hit the ground, I want to hit the ground running. I want to have a blast. I want to do a lot of crosstalk with you guys on, on shows. And I don't want to have to look over my shoulder and go, uh, you know, my, my, I got a, I got a five bars. I got one bar. I got a half a bar. And, you know, I am literally sitting still out, out front trying not to move my hand because I've got to ping off a cell tower so I can talk to you guys. So, uh, you know, I'm going to say next, next Tuesday, but right now I'm going to say when I'm ready, everyone will fucking know about it. <laughs> and, and then, then I'll know because I will have been on your show. I'll probably have been on Dave's. Uh, or the girls on Friday night, or Kevin's on Sunday, or or blind uh, uh, blind uh, Lawrence, blind Lawrence. Because uh, there's so many blind people in the Bob Army. You got to <laughs> okay. Which blind guy am I talking about? <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know everything's good. I mean, I'm in a great mood. Uh, my schedule's going to change from uh, early morning guy to nine to five guy. I won't be doing a show, but something tells me that's okay. Um, Sunrise America is going to take a different direction. It's only going to be on one hour. They're basically cutting back on their satellite time. They want to concentrate on weekend shows instead of Monday through Friday. Yep. But they love me. I like them. Uh, so I'm going to be doing uh, basically affiliate relations and stuff like that off the air. So I'll be doing a 9 to 5. So my my life is changing again. <laughs> Hopefully and, for the better uh, again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been in a great mood. I haven't, you know, I, I, I really am optimistic about not like like pie in the sky optimistic like dave thinks i am <laughs> no i'm uh, i just love seeing so many people communicating on so many different levels that i'm positive it can only lead to a good thing and i think you know that's why i want jill stein in the debates and 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 gary johnson and bernie sanders and and rand paul and i want them all sitting on the same podium uh, you know, discussing actual issues. I don't want Jeb. I don't want Hillary. I'm not saying that the system is not rigged. I'm not saying that it can't be fixed, but it would have to be completely torn down and you'd have chaos for a while. I'm saying if we are going to fix it, we're going to do it by controlling our own energy reserves, creating our own food supplies, and most importantly, slowly but surely bringing our government all the way down to the local level. And, you know, I, I think I see a little of that, a little here, you know. Dave, you know, I, I know cannabis should, should be legal. Of course it should be legal. All right? So every time... Decriminalized. Decriminalized. Actually, re-legalized is a yeah. better way to put it. Scott, yeah. did you hear the news out of uh, Miami Dave today? Uh, no, what's going on down there? Uh, Miami, Miami Dave has now made it a citation for under 20 grams. The $100 ticket or two days of community service. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a ticket for it was like hundred dollars. In other words, you won't be brought in. It's basically hundred dollar ticket yeah. or two days of community service. It's up to the officer. For what? I think, uh, God, I want to say there was another. Uh, it might have been Philadelphia. The Broward, Broward count. Browder was also talking about doing that too. Uh, Dave, go ahead. What was that? For the weight, how much weight? Twenty grams, under twenty grams. Really? Yeah. So you can have four four grams less than an ounce on you and walk with a ticket or community service. That's fine because I usually I usually have an eighth. Yeah, I don't ever carry twenty twenty grams on me if I'm going somewhere. I bring enough for the night, you know. Well, I'm definitely not hanging with you guys. He's not going to have enough for me. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, I, I wonder if that does that include concentrates because twenty grams of concentrates will fuck the. Oh, oh no, it's de- it's dead weight. Yeah, it's dead weight, Dave. Because if you get caught with a batch of brownies and those brownies weigh two pounds, even though there's only an ounce of weed in there, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, and concentrate, and, and also on the concentrate, Dave, uh, I believe it's just on the flour because that concentrate is considered processed. So I, I believe that's considered a total different thing in the eyes of the, the law. All right, so so what's, because look, I got concent. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> I have concentrate right here. Look at this. This looks like I blew my nose in this fucking bathroom <laughs> right here. And that, I've been working off this for like a month and a half. And th- I've only eat, uh, smoked like a fifth of it. Yeah, concentrate's great. Scott, you, have you, you're not a big fan of the dabs and stuff, are you? The thing about dabs is two things. Uh, one is you, I like to be a tiny bit high most of the time. Not, not really a lot. And with the dabs, it's pretty much all or nothing with me. You do one hit. And you know you're the equivalent of you know eight bong hits, and I'd, I'd prefer to slowly. If I'm going to get that high, I'd like to do it gradually. That way, it's like me with anything. You know, I like to eat a tiny bit of mushrooms. If it's not effective enough, I eat a little bit more. But I'm not Mister. I need to go from zero to 100 miles an hour. I don't like being that guy. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. you. But here's the deal: the I have a, uh, a, a vaporizer, a portable vaporizer, cost me about 80 bucks, called C Rig C dash R I G. Right, and it turns out, and and there are people that might be listening that uh, experienced this before, but <clears throat> it is it's like it's less than smoking a joint. I need to take like five six pulls off of this just to get mildly high. Whereas if I had the same kind of if I took five six pulls off of a, a bong or or a pipe, I'd be very high. So this is way more granular. Yeah, you got to smoke. You got to uh, I shouldn't say smoke. You have to inhale a little bit more, but it's much more granular. And and again, you guys know I use this medicinally as well. So I'll take a shot or two. I won't get really high, but it really it affects my it affects the pain. Yeah. So like you I think well I'm, I'm with you. You understand your dosage. See that's what I love about the idea of legalization because dosages will be consistent. Uh, specific brands will be consistent. If you want a sativa to operate during the day and be heady and thoughtful and an indica later at night because you and your old lady are gonna bang like rabbits. You know, I want to be able to find, I want to go shopping like people shop for shoes, man. I go into a pot store and go, "Oh, that's for my headaches. Oh, is this for insomnia? I want, I want that." And, right. You know, it's you know, but I want it. Obviously, you know, I was hoping to have that here in Florida last year. We'll get it next year. Obviously, obviously we're going to get it. But Dave, let me ask you, and Sean, um, with everything happened, you know the. Uh, the the gay again dave you know the government giving permission to two men or two women to do something they should already have permission so i'm with you um but 
they use the 14th Amendment, and I know you posted something today about, well, if it's state to state and state, and they're saying that, you know, all states need to um, acknowledge this, well, what about open carry or what about cannabis? And I had a conversation with one of the guys I work with, and he said this could open a slippery slope for a lot of ACLU lawyers to take the same way that they did this with with the gay marriage and and the and the reasons for why they passed it five to four of course who are the other four douchebags well Anton Scalia what a douchebag but you know what this could open the floodgates for a lot of things uh, where it's you know no longer going to be where you can have your open carry in Florida but you you know can't have it in Michigan or whatever so. Um, I, you know, I want both of you guys to comment on this. This this might actually really open uh, the floodgates for a lot of cool things, Dave. Uh, me, um, yeah, you. <laughs> I would love. Uh, you know what? I, once I saw that, because of course I'm single minded, and I was like, yeah, what about my concealed weapons permit? And you were you had mentioned today on Facebook, like, well, what about all these things? I'm like, that's right. There, you know, there's prostitution's legal in certain parts of Nevada. Um, yes. Uh, you know, the, drugs are illegal in certain parts of here, and it's just like it, it opens up all these things that are legal in certain areas, but not across the country. And you know, again, my thing is concealed carry or concealed weapons, and I I, I prefer concealed over open because I just don't want to tip my hand to anybody. Right. And you know, the couple of times I've driven to New York, sometime I took one time I took like a couple dr- guns and just you know, I took my chances going through New York. And then the next time I went up there, I didn't take a gun. And the last time I went up there, when I went with my son, I was like, "Fuck it, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm bringing my most valuable prized possession home with me, I'm I'm going with a gun." You know, fuck fuck New York and their their laws. Plus, my new gun uh, actually uh, is only six shot, so um, they can't get me for that. For, for it can't be a felony. So yeah, why can't I? And I remember, I totally remember driving up there. And I could drive with my gun in my pocket until I hit Virginia. Then when after Virginia and Maryland, I had to, I had to put it in uh, you know a glove compartment. Then in, in New Jersey, I had to separate the fucking the ammo from the gun and hide it somewhere else. And it's, just, it's totally ridiculous. Well, it's, think it's about my- that. That's what that exactly. That's what a lawyer needs to you know get that video and say, okay, I can drive from this county to this county with my cannabis, but the moment I go over this line, I can't. Now but- these people can get married in this state and then also move to the next state and the next state in the next state because the Supreme Court said but, that states, on. you know, what about states' rights? You know, look hold what on. Alabama's doing. Or Alabama's hold already on. trying to reject the gay, the gay marriage. Well, and you know how they're going. They, 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 they passed a bill in Alabama, um, I talked about this earlier, that what they're basically doing is eliminating uh, the marriage license in that state in order to prevent judges or other people that would be signing these marriage licenses from refusing to sign them. So what they're going to do is they're basically going to go back to a normal contract where you just have a lawyer write up a contract and you're married. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that. Actually, I think that's the better part of of what what's happening. I like the fact that they're they're bucking the system and that will turn uh, marriage into a non-state intervened uh, institution. You want to get married, you know, want a traditional married marriage in a, you know, religious institution? Fine, so be it. You want to you want to have somebody like just like I'm completely heterosexual, but I never want to get married again, but if I have a, if I get a long-term girlfriend, I want to make sure that that girl can make decisions for me if we get into a car or if I get into a motorcycle accident and she's got to fucking say, "Well, pull the plug." She don't have to wait for my mother or my son or whatever. I want to give her um, what's the what's the term? Uh, um, 
Uh, power of attorney. Power of attorney, exactly. I want to. I want to be able to legally give her power of attorney to to to. So, and again, all that is is a legal thing. But they, they're not judging me. And let's just say I have three girlfriends. You know, I can give them all power of attorney. Well, right. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could. Yeah, if it was all so, legally written up and uh, done that way. Yes. Exactly. So, God, Dave, Dave is such a pimp. Yeah, I know, right? He's got three girlfriends all of a sudden. The guy's single like, and living alone. I had three girlfriends. I haven't had a girlfriend in seven years, so this is just a fantasy of mine. Um, so, but imagine. the thing is, you know, I want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do, and um, and th- without the government in my way, I could do that. You know, and well, people could still be stand sure. Think about you know like 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 what Alabama said. Why should marriage ever be uh, contracted or allowed by any government? Even Ron Paul said, "How is a government uh, overseeing a sacrament?" That was his quote. Right. Yep. Um, and you know, think about that. Uh, you know, Alabama is as much as they're probably a little bit more Christian driven by their motives for what they're doing. They are also finding. Jesus Christ, what a redneck neighborhood. <laughs> um, yes, Scott is outside broadcasting with us right yeah, now. Yeah, in the front porch. Uh, the dog's, Billy's out with his dog, and my dog's like be, being the nuisance here. Go ahead, Dave. Not for nothing, every time you do a show on, on your Skype phone outside, it still sounds pretty damn good. It sounds be- way better than the fucking cell phone. Yeah, it does. Well, that's because I got a sexy voice, but <laughs> I, I don't want to pat myself on the back. I, and, that. Scott, I agree, I agree with you with the, the, to answer your question there, because I, I did talk about this earlier. But, yeah, I agree that this is going to open up the door for a lot of things, whether it be weapons, uh, weed, or whatever. I mean, th- this is really setting precedent. The only problem I'm worried about, and, again, I talked about this earlier, is what other things are they going to push to the Supreme Court that's going to give us a bad uh, consequence in the end? Give me an example of what you mean by that. Give me. Uh, like I'm trying. I had one earlier today and I forgot it. I, I don't know. There's something, uh, the same type of thing that we're seeing with the gay marriage type thing, but that does the reverse. It, it might legalize one thing, but in the wording, it actually points out that all these other things aren't good or aren't legal or aren't. Well, acceptable. Look, look what look what they did in Indiana. You know where they you know that whole I'm not going to bake your cake thing, and suddenly they don't have. To in the same time, what happened? Someone decides to come up with this a church of uh, of cannabis, and he uses the same statute to circumvent the law that is illegal to smoke cannabis in Indiana. Suddenly, guess what? His church is now sanctioned. It's tax free, by the way, Dave. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this his sacrament will be, and his parishioners will be smoking marijuana in their church the same way a Catholic eats a wafer. It's this not the same thing, obviously. It's certainly not the same effect, but it's the same precedent. Right? Don't don't don't. Aren't there certain parishioners that no matter what church or what uh, religious establishment they go to, don't they have a certain, uh, for lack of a better term, high that goes on when they go there? I mean, shit, you've seen them fall down, you see them, you know, uh, dance around and speaking in tongues. They're hallucinating, just like, you know, you would if you were in my church, which would be the church of the magic mushroom. (laughs) Think about it. The the magic mushroom, the church of ayahuasca, the church of of MDMA. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you can get a group of people to get together, and by the way, there's I read the statute, and there's a lot of things this little church has to do consistently. It has to have a certain amount of members. It has to, you know, have a certain amount of uh, community gatherings per month, and yada, yada. In other words, to qualify as a church. So, they still got to jump through some hoops, but at the same time, they are actually going to be able. I think June, I think late 
I think it was late this month or early early July is going to be their first quote service, and you're going to see the Church of uh, of, uh, of Marijuana in Indiana. The Church of All Weed. Right, so how long before uh, the Church of uh, Cannabis in Indiana gets raided by the DEA? I give them a week. Let's 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 let's, let's do an over under. I'm going to say six months. I'll give it three months. I, I think if they're smart and they make sure that if people are bringing any type of weed with them or people, you know, listen, you know, here's the rules to come to this church. You bring this much that you'll smoke. Uh, there is no selling and buying. There is no trading. The church does not store any cannabis. We have this much for our sacrament, blah, blah, blah. I think if you see that, I, I think, um, you know, if they're smart, they'll do it right and they'll have no reason to be rated. You know, they'll have no reason. Yeah, well, dispensaries have no reason to be raided either, but that doesn't what is happening, and, and the cops are going yeah. in raiding it and then eating all the product while they're right. in there. <laughs> you know, that's a loophole. They'll find a license that you know is expired, or someone didn't update some paperwork. There's usually a stupid reason. They go, "Oh, you're you're in non-compliance," and they'll kick your door in. But I think you know you're seeing right now. We're seeing the beginning of the end of the drug war we are we're in our lifetime we're starting to see the cannabis will be first uh now the mda mdma research is being done in colleges by the way the military is doing research for ptsd with cannabis that is the military okay so you're you're going to see cannabis legalized uh it's just you know big pharma and big alcohol they all want and big tobacco they all want a piece of the profit you know what i heard so somebody you know what i heard somebody they, they don't give a fuck they just want a piece of the pie you know what i heard somebody say today scott um, I, I kind of was like, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, you know how at the end of every presidential term, the president, you know, releases some prisoners or or does some big major thing. They say, well, well, maybe Obama is going to do his big leaving of <laughs> making weed legal. I mean, could you imagine that happening? Well, first of uh, all, pres- uh, well, presidential directive. He signed enough of those. King, I'm the king. This is the way it is. Wouldn't it be nice if he actually his pen stroke was actually something we all really liked? Yeah, that would be nice. It would be very nice. <laughs> all right. Well, here's the deal. You know, I'm against pre- uh, uh, executive orders, and you know, the the, the president doesn't have power to uh, make it legal but what he can do there's a very few things that the president could do he can move it to schedule Congress. two that's all he has exactly. to do he could reschedule it that would be good enough with me I, I yep. got no problem with that. Uh, uh, to, but you know, you know, what's funny is pot is a Schedule One drug, but cocaine is a Schedule Two. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing no, how that works. No. It's so fucked up sometimes when you look at. And you know, I always picture aliens arriving here and kind of like being like Jeff Bridges and Starman, where they just study us for twenty, you know, twenty minutes on television, and they just come to this conclusion that we are so ass backwards and we are in con- constant contradiction of our own laws and actions. Because again, going back to this, this uh, you know, this Fourteenth Amendment, the Fourteenth Amendment applies here, but it doesn't apply there. It apply, it won't apply to your guns, but it'll apply to marriage. And that's what a good lawyer needs to do, and that's what these organizations are doing. Is you know, it's hard to think that our country is in bad shape as it is, is actually getting saved by the courts. Yeah, it is, uh, it is a scary thought to think that uh, that 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 the courts might actually be doing some good things. But again, I'm I'm concerned of some negatives. I mean, we did get Obamacare. Uh, you know, everything was kept on that, which you know I have issues with that on my own end. Um, yeah, it's all about insurance, big insurance money. Yeah, it's, it's all about money. All right, how could it be a constitutional to force you to buy a product? It, it can't be, but they figured out how to make it that way. 
Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Right. Uh, last thing, because I want to wrap up here. My wife's probably got dinner on the table. Um, Scott, you brought up aliens, so I want to mention this one. Uh, did, you, did you two see the video of the three alien ships leaving the atmosphere today? Negative. N- no, I haven't. And now the oh. satellites up there. Very, very difficult to say. Oh, yeah, that's definitely an alien spaceship. I will say this. Um, we had a lot of cameras pointed north, or I'm sorry, straight up. We're going to see a lot of video. Anything can be CGI'd. A lot of people want to believe that there are aliens. Of course, there's life on other planets. Jesus Christ, the math alone will tell you that. Mm-hmm. But would they visit us? Would they watch us? How would they visit us? Were they able to uh, literally move their bodies? you know, faster than light, or were they somehow consciously astral projecting, or blah, blah, blah. Will we be visited? I don't know. Frankly, you know what? I don't care. I'm more concerned with how we treat each other. I'm more concerned with with how, you know, let, let's stop looking up and look at each other. And we can, you know, if the aliens are waiting for us to get our shit together, and then they'll go, oh, we've been here all the time, but it's not our job. It's like the Star Trek directive, you know. You don't mess with another civilization. You let them figure out their own shit. Well, so I, I, don't, I don't know. And maybe but, they are you know, waiting. Maybe they are waiting hey, for us to get our shit together, and they're going to go, you know, these guys aren't going to do it. Let's fucking destroy this whole planet. <laughs> why? 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 Because they're they're so advanced that they're driven by their low their low end chakra, their low end ego that no, they want to blow. They don't up give the a fuck about us. They want the seventy five percent salt water that's on this planet. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, gentlemen, Scott, I appreciate you joining us. We will. We'll actually, actually, actually. Don't, don't even go there. Don't even wow. go there. We'll, we'll be waiting for you, man. We'll be sitting on pins yeah, and needles. It's, anx- it's anxiously. Anxiously. Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, look, one of the things I was going to say before is like, uh, Scott, you have a place to broadcast. It happens to be where I'm yeah, sitting. Right I now. know. I don't want to do it from your place or Ferris's. I've had those conversations. I want to be in my bedroom uh, doing my show prep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and then literally, you know, my dog's there and I walk over and I go face plant on, the, on my bed. I, you know, I literally have thought about geez, you know, I could drive over to Ferris's or Dave's and do a show, but I don't want that. I want it to be from DC Studios. I want my bells and whistles. I want I want my CD player. I want my mini disc player. I want my, my button bar. I want all my sounds. I want all the music I'm going to play. I I want to be able to go, and by the way, I've got, you know, two computers. One has got a, some malware, so I get, someone told taught me how to get that off, so I got to deal with that. And But I, I want to be able to have it be my little corner of the world and then flip the switch. So, well, you know, I'm not going to say it'll be next Tuesday, Sean, but believe me, by this weekend, if I know it'll be next Tuesday, I we will tell everybody, you know, for 48 straight hour. There you go. But let's just say it's coming. And I'll get to it when when that studio is up and running the way and sounding the way it should. You know, I got a I got I got a mixer that's like cutting out in the right channel. So I'm like, all right, what else is going to go wrong today? <laughs> I'm supposed to be on the hour, you know. So, anyways, dudes, I'll let you go. Um, Dave, good talking to you, man. I haven't good talked to you, too, man. And uh, Mr. Raz, to Mrs. Raz, you know the brains behind the operation. I said, hey, I will. All right, and right, everybody brother. else out there listening, believe me, I'm here. I'll probably be bombing different shows like Sean's and and James and probably Kevin's. And I'm even thinking of uh, now that my schedule has finally changed and I get to stay up late of maybe visiting the girls on Friday night as well. So I'm definitely going to be a part of Raz Radio via this tiny little phone I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the whole idea is to 
to get the DC studios up and running and then rock it every week consistently because you have to remember my I, my goal is to do a podcast as well not just the show for you but a different one right and that's going to be a lot of bells and whistles that's going to be like little tiny radio drop-ins from my because I really want to be the radio guy there not as much uh, the yeah. DC guy even though it'll still have it'll be called dangerous conversation but it'll be a little bit more well-rounded because it's going to end up on I hope a lot of different downloads it won't just be on like cons- you know conspiracy dot us or something like that <laughs> and then uh, since uh, things have changed here for me broadcasting in the Bay Area uh, towards the fall probably September maybe closer to October now I'm really hoping to do DC on terrestrial and we'll see what happens I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it I do miss being on consistently with this because I have been cracking the mic consistently but Sunrise America was somebody else's show and you know I had to bite my tongue a lot so it's all working out for the better I just have to be patient alright guys let you go oh, right, go ahead I'm sorry well, well we'll be here for you is what I was going to say so we look forward to getting here Scott you have a great evening we'll talk to you uh, soon all right, guys. Later on. Peace, brother. Later. And Dave, any last final words? I have plenty of final words. Um, uh, basically, oh shit, she's coming in, shutting down the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had, you had talked about uh, the TPP early in the show, and I had listened to uh, this Planet Money episode, uh, Google Planet Money episode six thirty five, Trade Deal Confi- Confidential. You'll actually get a, an insight of how NAFTA was done, and this is why it's secretive now, uh, and it turns out it's way worse than you think it is. All right, yep. that's it. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Later on. Well, there you guys go. We got a little fun at the end there. We got to talk with Scott. He will be here eventually, just not quite yet. So sit tight. Once we can get everything wound up and and put together for him right over there, you will hear Scott Ledger every week. Of course, I'll be here every week. Uh, You've got tons of programming that you can find here on Raz Radio. And there is a big possibility that we'll have a lot more Katie coming soon. So we are looking forward to all these different things happening. And it's just a matter of time to pull this whole thing together. And we will. We'll, We'll pull it all together very soon. Don't you worry. Uh, guys, you've been listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Enjoy your night. Uh, you got Bob, uh, Bob Tuscan coming up at 9 tonight. And then uh, starting soon, we'll have Dave, uh, Scott. Peace out, guys. Have a great week. Love you. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world, always trying to prove. What it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this bad race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space. The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost
so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity hello everybody this is lawrence ross from the lrws on razradiolive.com currently out in california blind james from radioio.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney save a person's life on behalf of everybody on the network i encourage you to please go to gofundme.com forward slash xe6pj38 click on that link and donate money to save a person's life donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fans. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. Me. 
the same as I return to the land where I'm seized with trains where the temperature's high. So am I. And so are the shorts of the girls who walk by where the black top is hot with no shade at all. Reminiscent of the summers that came before where the hustle's strong or you won't survive. Graffiti tells the story of a million lives. Through the sounds of cement, the concrete's alive where the ponds are formed, the rats run and hide. Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life where the express bus runs twice a night to the stadium that's packed every Monday night to the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight where you can get what you want if the price is right and screaming fuck you's another way to be polite Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home 